Hello, everyone, and welcome to another installment of Podcast 360, your go-to resource for medical news and clinical updates. I'm your moderator, Lee Precopia, with Consultant 360. Between 5% and 45% of patients with rheumatoid arthritis achieve stable remission. But once in remission, how does the management of these patients change? The authors of a recent study sought to examine the effects of tapering or stopping medication therapy in patients with rheumatoid arthritis and sustained remission. They found that about half of the patients had maintained remission after reducing medication dosage, indicating that the reduction of anti-rheumatic drugs is an achievable goal for many. To learn more about the study results and their implications, Consultant360 reached out to lead study author George Schett, who is the Vice President of Research at Friedrich Alexander University in Erlangen, Germany. Thank you for joining me today, Dr. Schett. What was the impetus for your study? The impetus of our study was that patients using anti-rheumatic therapies are using them usually for a long time. Some of the patients are feeling much better due to their therapy. They are so-called remission of disease, in this case, rheumatoid arthritis, and they always question the doctor whether they can stop or reduce the therapy or not. So the results of your study indicated that remission was sustained in about half patients who reduced their medications. Is this a result that surprised you or did you anticipate this? The idea of this study was to compare continuation of treatment versus reduction of treatment. And in the reduction, we actually reduced the therapy by 50% in one arm and in the other arm, we did the same. But after half a year, if they're still doing well, we stopped all the treatments. So there were three arms compared and obviously only very few patients relapsed in the continuation arm because they were on stable remission. And usually when you are in stable remission and you continue the treatment, you are doing well over time. But what was quite impressive that not all of or the majority of patients relapsed when they reduced the treatment. And that was pretty interesting that about 50% were absolutely fine with reduced therapy or even without therapy. And that was really surprising for us. And it shows that some of the patients actually taking their treatment for nothing because they actually were fine to reduce or even to stop and they haven't flared. Yeah. So what we considered from these data that can be much more flexibility in the remission state in patients with rheumatoid arthritis. Did any patient characteristics such as the type of disease modifying anti-rheumatic drugs the patient was taking or severity of a patient's disease activity impact the study results? Yeah, so all these patients were in remission. That means that they had usually no swollen joints and not much pain, almost no pain. So they're doing absolutely well. So when you ask the patient and you ask them about their rheumatoid arthritis, they would say, I'm, I'm doing well with the disease. There is no disease whatsoever. We also required that this is a very stable situation, that it's at least more than six months, but on the average, it was about 12 months of remission. So they were really doing well for some time. When you think of predictors, which patients are actually relapsing more easily, it's autoantibody positivity. So if they have rheumatoid factor or anti-CCP antibodies, they are more likely to relapse. And also in case they have biological treatment, they're showing a little bit more resistant disease, their relapse rate was higher. Also the baseline disease activity. So among these patients, some of them had a little bit of disease, some of them had almost nothing. And those with a little bit of disease, they also had a higher likelihood to relapse. So you can see that this study was interesting because it tells the doctor about, and also the patient, what is the likelihood to relapse and what are predictors that a relapse might be more likely or not. What are some clinical pearls that you can give your peers for the close monitoring of disease activity in patients with rheumatoid arthritis who are tapering or stopping medication therapy? 
Well, first, I think it's very important to use therapy and to basically try to reach remission in the patient. That's often a challenge. And it's of utmost importance to turn down inflammation adequately in rheumatoid arthritis and to keep this state for some time. So that's very important. But then if in case this situation is reached, you have some flexibility to reduce treatment and you should not be actually make a very rigid regimen forever the same therapy, but in stable remission, you can taper. I think it's important to taper, not stop the treatment immediately, but to taper it, for instance, by 50%. And if the patient is still doing well after six months of tapered therapy, one can try to stop the treatment. It's very important to consult the patients in a way that if they have a relapse, they should tell immediately and they should, there's the possibility to restart therapy. So that requires also a, a little bit of monitoring and coaching of the patient, of course. But I think this flexibilization is very well appreciated from the patient's side. And we also made the experience to actually to start a treatment, even start a treatment to tell the patient there is flexibility in it if you reach remission is actually a very important factor that patients feel good to start a treatment because patients hate to hear that they have to be treated forever with the drug. So they want actually to have some flexibility in the treatment regimen. And that's I think, is, can be accomplished based on the data of this study. What are the next steps for research in this area? Well, I think we are still not there to make prediction of relapse is still a challenge. I mean, we, we can't predict at the moment each relapse. So we can only say it is uh, there are factors which are associated with a higher likelihood to relapse and to refine the strategies to filter out patients who might not stop the treatment because the likelihood of relapse is very high. Or those, you should actually endorse the reduction and stopping because they have a very good chance to maintain remission in without treatment, that's still a matter of research and a matter of an area where there can be an improvement happen. Because the more precise you can predict the development of a patient with treatment reduction, the better, the more precise you can consult the patient, of course. Thank you for your time and for answering my questions today. Yeah, it was great to talk to you, and I hope that I asked all the questions in the right way, in the understandable way, and I hope that this information will also have some input on your treatment practice and giving actually more flexibility to chronic treatment, which is, I think, very important for the future.